would have shit. I was petrified. Kept thinking I could never live without you by my side. But then I spent so many nights just thinking how you'd done me wrong and I grew strong. I learned how to get along and so you're back from out of space. Upon your face, I should have changed my fucking life. I would have made you leave your key. If I'd have known for just one second, you'd be back to bother me. Oh, now go walk out the door, just turn around. Now you're not welcome anymore. Weren't you the one who tried to break me with desire? Did you think I'd crumble? As long as I know how to love, I know I'll be alive. I got all my love to give, I got all my life to live. I will survive, I will survive. Yeah, yeah. You know, every every week I struggle to think how I'm going to start the show, and this week is very clear to me. I need to appeal to the wives of all the Fab Five of Life in the Dutch Hall. Leah, Teresa, Krista, and sweet, sweet Kelly. Yeah! Girls, I think you have to know that uh, here at Live from the Dutch Hall, we're storytellers at heart. And uh, our listeners have grown to depend on our stories to get them through their miserable lives. And you know, the only way to get stories is to really to go out and see the world. So I think it's our responsibility to our listeners, the whole group of us, to go out on the road and really bring the joy to the people. And in the doing so, we get new stories to bring to the listeners who couldn't be there with us. Makes sense. Great. Really, it's our duty to them. And I feel it's our responsibility. So ladies, when your husbands come back and they tell you about this crazy plan we got, don't just judge them quickly. Don't just think of the work you're going to have to do taking care of the millions of kids they seem to create. You know, you'll get through it. It'll be just fine. Let us spread our wings, boys. They didn't need to let us spread our wings. <laughs> what do you think? Theme song time? Is it getting close or what? I think so. I think you're ready. Hit it, boys. Once again, Pine Grove, Ontario, the best, I, you know, it's now it's, we usually make claims of it as to how good of a podcast we are, and we've been moving up the ranks of, of a great podcast. We started out as the greatest podcast ever to come out of Pine Grove, Ontario, right? Right. And then we climbed up, we made it to 
Norfolk County. I said we were the best in Norfolk County. Then all of a sudden we branched out. Now we got media all over the place, right? We got we got Get coverage. Free from, oh yeah, we got picked up. We got spread all around the province like Would you say smallpox. So- Southwestern Ontario. Uh, I'm uh, no South. I'm going to go Ontario. Ontario. And, and this is a bold claim because on tonight's show we have a guest, a podcaster himself, Jordan Mascal yes. from the Mascal Podcast Network. His show, The Mascal Sessions, Woo. is out of Hamilton, Ontario. We got Jordan here today. Uh, let's hear it for him. Hey. Hey. Thank you very much. You know, it doesn't always have to be. No, it's a. Uh, it's uh, great to be here and. Uh, be a guest on a show you know what i'm saying I, is this your first time being a guest no uh I, i've done a bunch of other ones it's just you know it's nice to come back to norfolk and especially uh, since yes. you guys are doing a podcast out of uh out of norfolk county one of my favorite places in the world you know yeah well that's what well, we're glad to have you jordan well and so we'll get to so we're gonna be happy to talk to jordan pass uh jordan Mascow later in the show uh, but before we do that, I think we're going to get uh, just catch up on some of the things that we have, a little housekeeping notes to take care of. Uh, first of all, this is the first time we've had all the nocturnal missions together at one time since the, what show was it? The jib, the New the, Year's. Since the, since the call-in from the Barbie Girls. Since the call-in oh, yeah. from the Barbie Girls, right. So we have, so today. Right New Year's, that was great. What? That was a great show. You know, I never did the introduction to the, to who's here, the, the cast of the crew and crew. We have a, you want, well, let's get the music. Well, we used to do that to the music. I forgot to do it in the opening. Why don't you go, so let's just get right back into it. What, you got another one or you want to do the same one? Yeah. Yeah, we'll start it over. Right here, live from the Dutch Hall. That's how good we are. We have the greatest band. Uh, you know, when I say greatest band, I'm not talking greatest band in uh, in Ontario podcasting history. But for you guys, you're the best podcast band ever, is the claim I'm making with the Nocturnal Emissions. I like that. Oh, yeah. Sounds right. We have our band leader on rhythm guitar, Michael Bow, is in the house. Let's hear from it doesn't always have to be fake applause. You know, you guys can get off your hands. <laughs> it's not the worst. It's Mike Bow. He's our band leader. On lead guitar, we have uh, Steve, the reluctant German. Let's hear it for Steve. Yeah, hey, I've been pulling your weight. I've yeah. been pulling your weight, Steve. Glad, glad to have you back. Thanks for doing it. On bass guitar, we got the newest addition to the Nocturnal Emissions, making a second appearance uh, as the bass player. Wes Higgins is here. Let's hear it for Wes. Yeah. Uh, best applause yet. Best applause yet in house. Deserves it. Yeah, he deserved it. And here, the prodigal son of the nocturnal emissions. He's gone every week, but today he's returned. He's <laughs> my good buddy. Balls. The rooster, Dave Charters, is in the house. Let's hear it for the rooster. Sucks, balls. And as always, I'm joined by my brother-in-law, Paul Van Dyke. Brother-in-law? Oh, yeah, shit. I went, oh, I got yeah, way I off the face. I think I'm drunk in my car. My bartender and brother. Balls-in-law. <laughs> I was I was hoping Ballsy. you weren't really ball- blood. I, ho- I was hoping you weren't blood. Ballsy. <laughs> Paul Van Dyke is here in the house. Let's hear it for Paul. Yeah. Brother-in-law. Not in the band, eh? <laughs> and I'm your host, Pete Van Dyke. So let's get this show on the road. This will be when we play the theme song, but we're not going to. Yeah. So that's everybody. So we're all back. See, isn't that a better way to introduce it? It's not as boring, right? So uh, we're all... We're all back now. When we started that jib, that uh, two th- the goals for 2016 show that we did the last time you were on, Dave, we set some uh, weight loss uh, targets. You know, we were like a weight loss competition, right? We were we were like st- a 13 week challenge. A 13 week challenge, sort of like a 90 day challenge. It's 13 weeks, 
And we started out, various people took it different, you know, seriously. Uh, Steve, I would, if, if you'd allow me to critique your, your uh, involvement in this whole thing. You were, uh, you did nothing. Yes. You didn't, uh, you did absolutely. Snow removal. He, it was all just, it was nothing. It was all just living his own life. Like he, he was talking, walking to the fridge as an exercise. And you can't count that. That's right. And so you're, I'm ashamed of you. No, to, <laughs> no, you, no to my defense, I'm, no way. Go on the mic if you're going to talk. Sorry, yeah. I'm rebutting this. You have to go right up, sorry. Rebuttal. You can rebut it. Steven, you have the stand. Uh, I don't need 13 weeks. I need 10. 10 weeks? Oh, he's just a late bloomer. Well, then Ooh. save it. Cause I, Michael Bo, you're next on the list. You've done absolutely nothing. I would say, yeah. And admittedly so. Admittedly so, I'd live my life joyfully. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I can say. Uh, Paul, you were hardcore P90X30 at the beginning, correct? Yes. And yeah. then and then you found a bass guitar in Kijiji, <laughs> and you decided that that was more fun than working out to try to learn how to play bass guitar, and then Wes showed up and took all your fun away. Yeah, I took right. it all away. <laughs> no, fuck it all. Back to drinking. Right. And uh, so you're, you're back to doing fuck all, right? Is that true? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Charters, you're the next on the list. Yeah. You... Never started, right? <laughs> well, the first week I quit, I quit drinking beer, <laughs> and since then, it's this yeah. past week I just ate it out as my, I tried to eat as many fast food restaurants as I could. I take out you were going most somewhere else with the eat out there. And uh, and and how many Pussy times do you have chicken wings? Four four, four times chicken wings. The one day I got a sub and a, <laughs> a, in one day a sub and a pound of chicken wings. This is our weight loss challenge. This is what's become. <laughs> At least we're honest. Yeah, Never this is what's become. So this, uh, I think we can say our New Year's resolutions either never started or fizzled out quickly. I think we can say that. Now, you know what I think the problem was? Is that the stakes were not high enough. I think what we need to do is raise the stakes. So what I suggest to you, I have the ultimate bet, but I don't know how to, I don't know how to structure the contest to make it fair, right? Like, what is it strictly just so, it, it would have to be like a, some sort of contest, like maybe like a, a push-up contest or something and how much you improve or something to judge because we're all in different levels of fatness right like we're not all the same level of fatness so how and strength those are the two important things so how do you even the playing field on that on the weight loss thing to make it work or or the other option is fuck it we'll just be fat and happy and do a totally different challenge altogether. i suggest beer growing because i know jay will lose <laughs> but that is true. Yeah, but your mustache part would grow in real awesome, right? It's so maybe it wouldn't gross. be so bad. In ninety days, that'd be the perfect amount of time. Would you go in a mustache contest with us? <laughs> Starting now. Starting now. And no, what I'm suggesting, Steve, because I know that you already have a beard, you would have to shave clean, and you can grow your beard back. Everyone can grow a beard. I like it. But on the end day, we all have we can shave it into mustaches. Okay. Right. And who's got the best mustache on that day? All right. Is it, would everyone who's got con confidence to go in this contest? Uh, I mean, you're in. Boy, I gotta grow a beard. Go tough. Right. <laughs> this is a good one. Right. <laughs> okay, so then this is the bet. Okay. Whoever, I don't know how we're gonna judge it, but whoever loses the mustache contest, I think it will be clear. <laughs> the bottom, like the worst. The worst duster of all Just of us. One single person. Yeah, has to then shave his mustache off, and. Glue Dave's mustaches in the jar back on their left. <laughs> That's the bet. Because 
<laughs> no, that's a good bet for Dave. It's his it's own easy mustache. For me. Yeah, but but the thing—that's the thing. You're at a bit of a disadvantage, so you we almost have to have a separate. Con- if, if I lose, I I get to glue the best mustache on my face. Right. Oh, great. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I that like is. That. I like it, Dave. Too. I didn't think you'd be such a gentleman. Like, he's a real sport of this, right? That's you know what you have confidence in yourself, don't you? You really think you're gonna win this thing? Well, that mustache took you forever, man. It did. Uh, like, like, I, need, time, I need 90 days starting frame? today. Yeah, we'll go the same days. thing. We can do 90 days. 90 days, <laughs> 90 days for that's a beard? That's months. three months of a beard, though. Oh, that's like a third of a year. I just started growing it the last week. <laughs> what? I'll still beat you. Steve, that's a, but the, it comes back to you. You're the bearded man. You have got an yeah, attachment. It's wacky. I haven't, I haven't shaved my beard in at least a decade. And so your kids, have, a lot of your my kids, kids have never seen none of your kids. Lists. None of them. They would probably be horrified. Huh? I think I'm going to be horrified. What? Oh, what? you're going to be. So you've committed to it. I heard it in his voice. He's going to do it's it. True. I, I've actually been thinking about it. Okay, this needs to be documented, right? This needs to all be documented. So in order to make it fair, we need to create a shave day where we shave. It's not going to be. It's not going to be a month. Is a month good? Four shows from now or five shows Ooh. from now. Whenever you're in, like, how's your shifts work? Six weeks. Yeah, that's what we should six do. Six weeks. Six weeks, because then Dave will come that in, right? That's fair. Yeah. yeah, whenever Dave, yeah. So six weeks will be with the, 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 the deadline, but we have to have a shave day. So whenever we decide we'll all shave. That's March 10th. March 10th. March 10th is the show day. That's when the, that's when we reveal. Uh, yeah, it'll be around there. Yeah, around March 10th. Because I don't know my vacation. I might not be in, in the country on March 10th, but I, I, I might be back. We'll see. So uh, we're going to do that. Then, A, agreed? Is it agreed? I'm in. So shave day will determine, and then we'll all shave at the same time so it's an even playing field. And then who gets the best duster? And you can, in order that I can still have marital relations with my wife, I can't grow a mustache, like, for a whole month. I'm going to grow a beard. <laughs> right. Still have a chance, a running chance at, at some some uh, loving, and then go with mustache. I think that's the way to go. Right? I you? like it. Okay, so that's out of the way. We got that out of the way. The other thing I wanted to talk about is, you know, you guys are getting good. Nocturnal Emissions, you've been crowned the best podcast uh, band ever. So they say. In the history about of podcasting. About five minutes ago. Yeah. So uh, you're critically acclaimed. They've written about you in the newspaper. You've made the articles. They've talked about you, right? Wikipedia worthy. Wikipedia worthy, I'd say. We should have Pete Van Dyke, Live from the Dutch Hall, and Nocturnal Emissions should all have a Wikipedia page. Yeah, when we look at your page and it says Nocturnal Emissions, it'll be a link to our Wikipedia page. <laughs> we're blue, like we're in blue, right? Yeah. Right? yeah. You just Link. click on our, just click yeah. on our name. Oh, we're dreaming now. Although, <laughs> so this is what I'm suggesting. We did it in the opening. We said it in the opening that we're gonna, I, we we have to convince our wives to go on a road trip. So what I want to do is, because it's serious, I want to book like a Thursday to Sunday road trip, right? Where we have a show a night, a show on Thursday, a show on Friday, a show on Saturday, and a show on Sunday. Different towns every night. That's cool. the goal. Like a rock tour. Like wow. a rock tour in Mike's RV, whereas where oh, we travel I around. Ne- I have to negotiate with Mary. <laughs> yeah, it, or sorry, and uh, yeah, but if Mike can negotiate the deal, then we could. And it could be. It doesn't have to hopefully, be. We're not talking about like he's driving. You could be anybody. So what we need to do is fill in the blanks. We need to do one thing: pick days, and we need to fill in the blanks. So if any of you listeners at home would like to see life from the Dutch Hall, come to your very own the shop or your backyard or your uh, basement garage or 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 a bar in town whatever you think would be good to have us down we'd gladly come down uh, we'll make it work either way but if you uh if get in touch with me at life from dutch hall gmail.com and you uh say ask me or on twitter or facebook whatever that instagram you can talk to me in a lot of different ways 
and just ask us to come uh, to your town, and we'll put you on the list. I know we already got Leamington and Bloodstock we've been talking about for a while, so those two are those two are definitely made themselves uh, a candidate already. Nice. So we just need to fill in a couple more blanks. and uh, If we can get one of those shows across the border, we can call it a North American tour. Well, we were talking about what's the, what's the town we're going Manchester, New York. Yeah. We have a listener that plays, uh, that, uh, plays professional hockey in Manchester, New York. Who, uh, Big if, fan of the show. He's a fan of the show, and so if we could convince him, we might be able to go to Manchester, New York, and do a show with him, and uh, and uh, maybe watch a hockey game. Sounds That's like even a great better. Night. Yeah, it would work perfectly. Yeah. You know, if we could schedule, somehow make it all work out, we'll see if the stars align for us. But that's the sort of thing. If you want to get in touch with me, if you want to see the live from the Dutch Hall Road Show, just get in touch with me. We're going to make it work. But we need the commitment of your of uh, your wives to do something like that, right? And it has to work for work, right? So it's a double whammy. It's a double whammy. How long can you be sick for, Dave? Can we get you sick? <laughs> no, this is this is one thing. You if will I be. If lose someone's mustache on my face, I probably yeah. will get sick. And you will be sick for real. Like like um, on this road trip, it, you're going to be sick all the time. You're going to feel terrible. And then you go do another show and then you get drunk again. And then you do another show. And then you feel yeah. terrible. I won't be at 100%. Terrible. No, you're going to feel sick. So you're, when you're calling in for work, you're telling the truth. Like, I feel terrible. I drank like a lot of beer last night and some shots. Oh. And, Feel horrible. Jagger bombs and, you know, I smoke crack with a hobo, <laughs> right? All those things, right? All the things that you're going to do. So, anyways, that's that. So, the only thing we got to do now is tie up a little loose end. It's a segment we do every week. It's what we call feedback. We got feedback. We got feedback. Feedback. Um, welcome to Feedback. We got feedback, everybody. This week, as every week, feedback is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. You know what? I want. I don't even want to. I just want to say thank you to whoever was on Amazon, who went on my life from the Dutch Hall website, clicked on the Amazon banner for the U.S. one, and they got themselves a nice computer hutch. Ooh. Oh my goodness! It was a real good oh. payday for me. Nice as well. So I'm to thank whatever person bought a computer hutch on Amazon out of the states. Thank you very much. And in this, in Canada. And my my niece, Emma Ball. I'm gonna give her a plug out there. Budding comedian Emma, Emma Ball. She's uh, Emma Ball. Emma. She's been on the show before. She's uh, she is turned to be a little bit of an Amazon shopper herself. You know, got a few bucks in her pocket now. Got some babysitting money. Well, it's easy. I'm and she and she likes to do a little bit of Amazon shopping. She always clicks on my website. She tells me, and she's told all her friends to do the same thing. It's cool. <laughs> so I wanted to give a big thank you to Emma Ball. That's all you got to do. It's so simple. Even my, even a you know a twelve year old girl can pull it off, yet my band leader has trouble with it. I can never figure it out. Well, if all the cool kids are doing it, <laughs> yeah, you should do it. You know, we're also brought to you by Lakeside Vista. You know, the, one of the owners of Lakeside Vista told me just today, keep these commercials short. You know, but what I'm going to suggest to you, if you if you got anything you want to book, you know, a birthday party, a wedding, or anything, corporate event, go on www.lakesidevista.ca. They got a real good 3D um, map of the property, and it shows you the whole property, and you can see how beautiful it is. Just I go on the website because Lakeside Vista. The views, they're beautiful, but the memories, are they better. are even better. <laughs> <laughs> and we're also, I was snacking on a little pepperette from VG Meats, you know. Oh, delicious. Yeah, I just had one. We still had some pepperettes kicking around, so I want to, uh, a big shout out to VG Meats for sponsoring us. They also give us a coupon on my website. If you want to click it off, print it out, bring it into either of the locations of Simcoe or Stony Creek, you get a good deal on some steak and ground beef, and a little bit of that money comes back and helps the show, helps it keep it free for everyone listening, 
and helps us make it better each and every week. And uh, that's it, except for our final sponsor. And this sponsorship is not really just a sponsor. It's something I hold dear to my heart. It's my latest business venture. It's the Van Dyke Party Service. Van Dyke Party Service, if you have any, if you ever have a, been at a party and you're like, this party sucks, you know, it's just not good. What you need is five Van Dykes. And what I promise you is I'll give you five Van Dykes. They'll show up at your party, christening. Uh, maybe you want to go to, you ever been a baptism, Dave, where it's just not as much fun as you hope it would be? Oh, yeah. Invite five Van Dykes. We'll come to the baptism. All you have to do is cover our expenses, which will be dear, and give us $100 of cold, cold hard cash. I will deliver a minimum of five Van Dykes to your party. It will be awesome. You'll have the best time of your life. And if you don't, I'll give you back the $100, but the expenses are already drank. We can't do anything about it. Mm-hmm. They're inside of us. Yes, they're inside of us. And after the commercial, if you want to, if you want to hire us, go to livefromthedutchhallgmail.com, and uh, I will get you in touch with the proprietor, which is me, and then we will get you up all five Van Dykes to show up at your party. But what we have here, we have one guest that I didn't introduce because we're going to keep him on the DL. I'm not even going to mention his name. But I ask you, I'm looking at you right now, and this man is universally regarded as the captain of Van Dyke Party Services. Mm-hmm. He's really the key to the success of the business. So I think, I've never talked to you about this before, would you accept uh, captainship? Of, accept. Accept. So this, this is this is yes. really big news. This is yes. really big yes. news. This is, <laughs> this this is, is really, this, this is, now we've crossed another uh, bridge. We're almost there. Someone's going to take us up on this thing. It's going to be the best thing ever. It's going to be the best thing ever, Dave. Yeah. And you're not really invited. Do we count? We don't count in-laws, right? No. It's at least five Van Dykes, right? At least and, five Van Dykes. And whatever entourage you bring along with you. No, I think it's just Van Dykes, right, Kev? You're the captain. Ah, you're the captain. We won't mention your name. <laughs> captain. Captain. I said we're saying... Uh, we'll let the captain decide. Yeah, captain will decide. It no. depends on the party, most likely. Yeah. So no it's t- blood. Oh, there you go. Oh, seven in stone. No Germans. Ouch. Oh, yeah. Sorry. You're you're not even in consideration, Steve. We're not even looking at your way. Dave had a chance. Yeah, Dave had a chance because he did terrible things to my cousin. We won't speak of them. Mm. Mm. Dave? laps. What? That's what you're talking about, my cousin. Anyway, so what we got to do is it's feedback. We got feedback. You know, what we do every week, we like to welcome our new listeners. We got new listeners this week from Carp, Ontario. You ever heard of Carp, Ontario? Only the fish. Yeah, it's up there by Ottawa, I think. Uh, Wellston, Ohio. Limoges, Ontario, also by Ottawa, I guess. Buffalo, New York. Chongqing, China. Wow. Did I say that right, Dave? You nailed it. Yeah. Wow. And uh, (laughs) Newburyport, Mass. You ever been to Newburyport, Mass? Port Mass. Is yeah. that near Rattlesnake Harbor, motherfucker? <laughs> it's around the corner from Bampton. Is that near Boston? Huh? <laughs> you wouldn't even do it. Say hello to your mother. And the only thing else we have to do, we have a listener out of uh, Howell, uh, Howell, Michigan. Um, and this listener has been listening to the whole back catalog, been really supportive. We're getting lots of listens from Howell, Michigan. Hmm. So I just wanted to give a shout out. I know I think I've already mentioned them before, but big shout out for the support. Thank you. And you know what? If you really play your cards right, and you just give us a little bit of feedback once. You could be listener of the week, but this Maybe week, not. this week we got feedback from three different listeners. That I'd like to share with you. First one we got from email. It was from our shareholder, and you might say, to, you might say to us, "Are you kidding me? Shareholder X again? This is three weeks in a row with shareholder X. What is the big deal, right?" But I'm telling you, he's a shareholder. What he did is he went on my website, he donated money on the PayPal link, and he became a shareholder. And if a guy does that to my for my show. 
and he sends me feedback, good and goddamn well, I'm going to read it because he's a shareholder. That makes sense. And if you want, if you want to start giving me ideas, well, you might as well donate some money and I'll listen to you. All right, that's what I got to say to that. Well, this guy said another great episode. I think I uh, I have won the Dutch Hall T-shirt for providing you with a solid twenty minutes of material uh, for the show. Great discussion with the comedians. The Haitian dwarf feedback was outstanding, and I'm happy to hear the Haitian dwarf getting a shout out. He's been he's been such a good support. It's nice to see people starting to recognize his genius. Yeah, I recognize it since the beginning. Uh, I guess uh, we better enjoy it while while we can because once the Trump Palin win. Once Trump Palin win the U.S. election this fall, there will be a big wall between us and America. He spelled it America. He spelled it America. And uh, I, you know, Trump it is scary as shit down there, eh? Oh my goodness! What happened was they felt they got over the tipping point of the st- of stupid people. They've got to the point where the where the stupid people tip. Oh, like there's more there's stupid more people than yeah. than not, and yeah. then they're all like, and Donald Trump's just feeding them shit, and they're eating it, you know. And he, he doesn't even try. He doesn't it's even amazing. try to hide it. It's the best. It's just ridiculous. He'll tell them whatever they want to hear, uh, so they'll vote for him because he knows that they're like sheep like that. Eh? Yeah. I don't think I don't think he wants to be president. No, I didn't I, think so either. I, I think the the whole plan of Donald Trump is he wanted to fail, and so he this is the farthest he's ever gone in terms of his oh. presidential runs because it seems like every time there's a, a new Republican nominee. He throws his name in the hat. He's in it for a little bit, and then he's gone. Yeah. But th- this time, uh, of course, he has gone as far as he has gone ever. But some of the stuff he said is so just crazy that you think it, he's trying to sabotage it, right? I think he is. You I, keep I thinking think, he's trying to like blow it up, and then he then he then he keeps getting more popular. They just love it. The point where I didn't think that he was is when he told NBC go fuck themselves because then oh, I like that, that. then it was uh, his Apprentice show was gone. I guess you could do it on like a Netflix sort of thing, but um, he doesn't really need the money or anybody's support, which is. If you want to be president, that's kind of what you want because you can do whatever you want, you can say whatever you want. He's not at the Fox debates. Yeah, because... but he's stupid too. Oh that's yeah, the thing. he is. He stupid. doesn't. He not stupid. I shouldn't say that. He's smart in what he's smart at, but he doesn't know what he's doing in politics. No, no. Like he's like you're really a fish out of water. I think he's got to like, you know. I think that's why he's saying I want to just stir things up and get noticed, and then and then maybe make some of my points clear, and then get out of there. And even Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders tried to run for U.S. Uh, he he was just running so he could get the socialist ideals yeah. out there, thinking oh, they'll never they'll never consider me because I'm too far left. And now he's doing well because he's telling the truth all the time. Well, right? we don't need Hillary in there for sure. Uh, I, I I think it's it's a, a president's of first. You know, what I'm saying yeah. they had the first black guy. Yeah, yeah. And now well, we need the the woman. And it's because yeah, it's because they don't do anything anymore. Yeah. They just sit there and they're just like a, a figurehead. Even our, even our guy is now we're like in fucking uh, what is it called like popper. We're in the like uh, e e talk politics in Canada here yeah. with our sexy prime prime yeah. minister. Right? For, Everyone loves him. Eh? Sweet hair for yeah. Republicans, though they don't have much of a choice. Well, what Ted Cruz? Uh, I think. Yeah, he, yeah. Well, that's the thing. But that's the thing about. I think that the. I, I just think that they don't have options on either. On well, that you're right. That side sucks. It's just a matter. It, it it's all it's all it all sucks. Mm-hmm. It all. If you think about it too much, you will go crazy. And the thing, we've got to be glad we're not them. That's the thing. Absolutely. Their system's so broke. It's just entertainment value. That's why they don't call it mm-hmm. governing. They call it politics because it's, it's just for the f- sport of it. They don't give a shit about governing the country. It's about this entertainment value of the elections and all the 
That's news why it lasts and stuff. like two years, you know. It's, yeah, it's a, it's just a show, you know. Mm. It, it's disgusting to me. So, anyways, uh, we should get back to feedback. So that was from our, our uh, that was from our uh, our shareholder X. So thank you for that. And I got another one off of uh, Facebook. They put it in the comment section. This fella, oh. and uh, I'm not going to say his name just in case he doesn't want to be named. But he said the strip joint talk was hilarious this week, and uh, that was just on my wall or something like that oh, yeah. on the live from the talk. So that was, I want to thank that whoever wrote that for that. And then I got this other one off Facebook. This was a message on Facebook Messenger. It says hello, Pete. Great show. Been enjoying the show. I uh, heard an episode where you mentioned live studio audience, and I would love to be an audience member. Mm. So he said, hopefully it will be when Bandaloni performs. Oh, yeah. that's Bandaloni. Yeah, Bandaloni. <laughs> which is which is which honestly, I don't know if we can get him. He's a big get. If we could ever get Bandaloni oh, in here, oh, I'm talk ex- to him at the fair. Man, I don't know. We got a Paul. You think you know Bandaloni? You you're his biggest fan. Does he remember yeah. you? We got to get him in there. If anyone knows an in on Bandaloni, yeah. try to let us get him. He's outstanding Dutch talent. Gmail. Yeah, we got to get him. Just yeah, just any way you can get a hold of us. Live from the Dutch Gmail.com, Facebook, Twitter. You know what I'm saying at all. <laughs> so, <laughs> so anyways, that's for Manny from Caledonia, oh. and I'm so happy he brought up um, the studio audience because that's something I haven't brought up in a while. He's the first guy to take me up on the offer to come in a live studio audience uh, uh, that I have that you know hasn't already been in here. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, and for that, uh, I'm going to name Manny from Caledonia a listener of the week. You're the listener of the week. That's right. This is your week. <laughs> I was doing a spit take. <laughs> you know, at the beginning of the show, I was hoping I, I had a, I've never been able to fart on air before. And I've, I thought I had one just cooking. It was ready to go. Put it right on the mic. And when you were doing the, the, the thing at the beginning, I thought if I could do it through the music, it would have cut it? through. At time, it would be good. And I was just got so close. I was pretty sure I was going to shit my pants. I had to like stop. I had to give up on the bit. You know, there's no way it's going to work. I'm a sh- if I shit myself, it, it told- have you ever shit yourself on a show, Jordan? I, I can't say I have. No, you yeah, know? me neither. Might be, might be worth it. You know, you might get some new listeners. Oh, you think that's going to that'll get me the bump? Shock, I need. shock value. That's all the show needed was that's me shitting my pants. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all, that's one like thing that. I never thought of. No, yeah. you already have the episode title. Well, uh, maybe you've been, you've been at it longer than I have, so uh, I guess you, that's why I'll learn from you. I should have shit my pants. Eh? <laughs> Missed opportunities. Next time. Missed opportunities. <laughs> Next time. All right. You know, you know, we like to end our feedback segment with a good buddy of ours. He's giving us the same feedback each and every week. <laughs> I like that. He's our good buddy, the Haitian Dwarf. And uh, let's hear it for him. we got to play his theme song before he gets his feedback. Hi-ho, hi-ho, it's off to bed we go. Her pussy's tight, we'll paint it white. Hi-ho, hi-ho. Hey, that's good. Asian, <laughs> Asian Dwarf. That's white and tight. Now, I don't know if you guys have noticed over the last few weeks on the show, we've gone to actually playing the Haitian Dwarf theme song live, and we write it in line every week, each and every week. Right. So we're, we write it in line. So this is contest number two. We already have a contest for the t-shirt for people to send us in ideas for the show uh, that we covered. And, all, you know, and that does mean people add material. We're going to put Shareholder X in the draw for the t-shirt for Life from the Dutch Hall, but we won't give it to him uh, just outright. He's in the draw with the rest of the people. And uh, the other draw I'd like to do is the Haitian Dwarf theme song draw. If you would uh, if you would like to write a line, all it is is a rhyming line. Mm-hmm. It can be as filthy as you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it just has to fit that rhythm of 
That's all it's got to be. So if you can think of anything, it's all stemmed from the original one. Like, uh, what was it? Uh, well, we went tight and white today. Tight and white we today. Went, uh, what was Black and back yeah, one week. Back. Just all you need is a writing word and you can put it in. Use your imaginations and send you me your ideas at lifeofthedutchallgmail.com. And uh, we will enter you into a draw for a Dutch Hall t-shirt. There's two t-shirts now going to be drawn. We might even play your verse on the air. Oh, of course we would. I think we're going to play them all. We don't have that, we're not a shark. Makes it easier yeah. on us. I'm just trying to make someone else write the show for me. I don't want to do it myself. Yeah. Yeah. That's what so, the internet's for. <laughs> yeah. So, they, so Asian Dwarf, he gets back to us. He's got some uh, critical acclaim now. He's got other people writing in feedback about him. You know, he's a great a great star now. Haitian Dwarf goes on iTunes where he provides it. And he's, uh, he goes on iTunes. He gives us five stars. He goes, what's the difference? I guess the thing we had comedians in last week, so Haitian Dwarf decided he was going to write a joke, right? So this is what he wrote. What's the? Di- I wish Paul was here for this. He's out PM. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's actually a pretty good joke. We'll make it when he comes back. Oh, here he is. Yeah, here he Paul, we didn't want you to miss Haitian Dwarf's feedback. <laughs> What's the difference between Cirque du Soleil and the Life from the Barbie Mansion girls? <laughs> I don't know, Pete. What's the difference? Oh, there. Thank you. No, not Pete. Not Pete. Haitian oh, Dwarf. Haitian Dwarf. Oh my God. I'm, I'm reading this. I don't want to be responsible for it. I tell you, I'm just. A, I just. I'm Sorry. just a messenger. Right. Sorry. Let's start over. Okay. All right. Let's try again. What's the difference between Cirque du Soleil and Life from Barbie Mansion? Haitian dwarf, what is it? One is a cunning array of stunts. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> I figured Paul would like it. Well, that is... <laughs> that is the third week in a row that we've laughed at feedback at the, ex- at the expense of the Barry Mansion girls, which is why we're in the predicament we're in with them, Dave. Yes. Are you, are what do you gonna, mean? What have predicament? It? What do you mean? Well, you work for you used to work for them, didn't you? You writing them jokes and stuff. Oh, it hasn't. This hasn't affected your relationship with them. What hasn't? What do you? The uh, the the issues that we've been having with the Barry Mansion girls over the three weeks since the phone call. I don't know what you're talking about. You don't what listen issues? to the show. You I got, I'm trying to write a song right now for them. Actually, I I had to write one for you, and I had to write one for them. So Ooh. I've been I've been working hard at both of those. They need me to write a song for a segment, so I've been working on that. And they still are talking to you. When's the last time you talked to them? Um. Actually, I haven't really con. They haven't been in contact since uh, the last show, since the call-in show. But they, re- they- yeah, they're not going to call you back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's over. Yeah, it's over. We blew what it. What are you right talking up. about? What? <laughs> well, they. Th- well, you want me to tell you the whole story? What did you idiots do? <laughs> <laughs> we. Uh, what happened was, we did that phone call, and then we got feedback about the phone call. There you go. And we got that, and they said uh, they basically said the phone call was crap, and everyone agreed because. You sucked at the end of it, you know, like you went and gave the phone to you and it was just all this drunken, like, I, girl talk with Dave. We had a nice conversation with The him. fans universally hated it. It was, it was, it was, uh, no one said they liked it except for the Haitian dwarf who stuck up for him, right? <laughs> stuck up for him that week. Then, this is a smart guy. but my our shareholder, our one shareholder, I'm not going to tell you which one it is, but one of them sent us in, sent us in feedback and it said that uh, he did not like it at all, and he made some some very crude, very like, what well, you want me? To- well, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Yeah. Anyways, we I felt the way he wrote it, and, the, and his candor, and his honesty, and the fact that he was so uh, emotionally shaken by by the incident, 
was funny. So I laughed out loud, and so did the rest of the boys. We laughed. Yes, correct. And and that 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 broke their hearts, Dave. What it did is it snapped their hearts in two, and uh, they they sent us feedback saying the same thing that they have uh, officially divorced us. That's what they did. Yeah. And so uh, if this fucks up my job with them. I'm not going to be very happy with you guys. Well, I guess you'll have to choose, won't you? I don't know if you're this in good standing. A real technically, Pete. technically, Dave, you did not laugh at anything until the Haitian dwarfs today. Now, did you laugh at that feedback? Yes, yeah, that was really funny. Yeah, you are not their friend anymore. You are definitely done with them. They're, they once they if they heard your laughter at that, and now hearing your mission, if they listen to us anymore, you are in big trouble, buddy. You're big in big. Trouble. You're not going to keep that job. And now I don't even feel bad about it because. You just did it yourself. Because I There's appreciate clever well. humor, I'm not allowed to be their friend? Yep. Is that? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because well, it was at their expense, and they don't do this for a living, Dave. They don't do it for a living. They just, they're just trying to have fun on the, on the internet. And if, and if anyone criticizes them, it's upsetting. And we should be defending them, because that's what we you should do. You criticize me every week on the internet. I know I do. <laughs> yeah. Like relentlessly. It's my favorite thing to do. You are looking fat, by the way. <laughs> so, yeah, no, it's my favorite thing to do. Actually, if the same if that same feedback gotta, was against me, saying the sound of your voice is horrible, I hate you, you know, like you're grading, and it's a well-thought-out um, point of why they dislike me, uh, I would get a real kick out of that. You know, I, I don't think I would be upset at all. I don't think I would be. Well, but, I, don't, I don't know what to but do. But they now. were. They were, Dave, and uh, I can tell you, it's over. And then... Last week, uh, the Haitian dwarf uh, kind no of dipped his toes in the water, of, and so we're not going to be getting any more thongs. <laughs> no more at all. They said they will never mention us again. They will never mention us again. Well, That's man. what they said. Yeah. That's just great. That's our spin-off. They mentioned me on every single show. Not anymore. Like my name, personally. Wait to the next one. Your name will not be on there. Your name will not be on there. You, it is bad. They, and I think they're going to hate you, you the really worst. You really fucked this up for me. Because you? you broke your heart. You broke their heart. You just did it now. When we broke their heart, they knew we were dicks. They didn't know you. They thought you were a sweetheart, a teddy bear. And now you've betrayed them, too. I'm just telling you, this is it. I'm going to get let it go. Hasten Dwarf, by the way, I give you five stars this week. Yeah. <laughs> five stars. Great Nailed joke. It. That was a great joke. I, that's as good as he's ever written, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. So today's show, we always like to have a guest in. We've done a good job. This week, We I've been a guest on his show, The Mascal Sessions. If you want to go on iTunes, you can find it under the Maskell Podcast Network. He is Jordan Maskell to join us in studio. Hey, Jordan. Thank you. Thank you very much for, uh, for having me, Pete. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I, when I came in, I didn't really know what to expect. You yeah. know, and you see pictures from like live from the Dutch Hall of Facebook or Instagram, Twitter, you know. Nice uh, plugs. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I really, really like your guys' setup, and uh, I like what you guys are doing, you know, combining so, music and, and having different guests. And Yeah, thanks. So h- how long have you been at the game? I started probably 2011. 2011? Doing, and- doing podcasts. Uh, but it kind of transitioned from doing the radio show uh, with my friend Marconi. Oh, okay. So you did, you did a radio show, like internet radio? No, no, on actual... Uh, oh, like on regular... Air, uh, on, it, it was college radio. But college it was, radio? It was okay. uh, for two years between 2010 and 2012. And uh, during uh, 2011, podcasts, you know, it's been around since 2004, but... 
I saw like a real surge in popularity in like 2010, 2011, yeah. and having a, a teacher who I think in 2004 all they talked about was binary code. Oh yeah, like yes. they, they was it was zero, just zero, for one, them. One, yeah, zero. zero one. That was most an hour of zero zero one zero zero. But this provides, <laughs> it, but it provides uh, an outlet for guys like you and me. You know, it's a, a new medium, and and more people are accepting of it. So it, I thought uh, I Where saw do, a lot of do potential. You think, do you think the the tipping you think that that it, the tipping point has happened yet with podcasting? I don't think so. No, I think that'll be when internet is in the car, and yeah. we have. Uh, well, I've, I've read like people want to have wireless internet everywhere, like flying like drones. Seems kind of far off to me. I bet it's more realistic than you think. But, but I think uh, there's some countries in Europe that already have that. When you land in in the country. Like everywhere you go is free Wi-Fi everywhere. Oh, what? so they have really? it out in like the yeah. woods and stuff. Like now. we're in the Scandinavia or something. Maybe not in the deep rural areas, but <laughs> okay. if you're anywhere in the like deep in the woods, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna Google it. Yeah, you should, Dave. I used to have a Google person. We need to hire one. That's what this show needs—a Google person. Is there a cashless country yet? Uh, cashless, where it's just digital money, Bitcoin and stuff. No, but no paper money at all. Just all electronic money. Like it's still, it's still money, but it's yeah. Just you oh, use okay. like yeah, yeah. swipe cards and and your phone and stuff like that. I don't know. That's another good That's question. question man. Oh, like that. You, if you send that in as a topic to to cover, you could be qualified for a Dutch all T shirt. Already got one. <laughs> you do? Oh, we got a new batch of those you things. Stole it. Yeah, you stole it. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I want to say like. So what you were already in radio. So then, uh, did why did uh, did you see like as an option like or a fork in the road for you to either go the route of like uh, s- traditional radio or just do your own thing? Or well, right now I'm still in that transition. You know, I still wouldn't mind being on air, right. but it's not the type of show that I'd want to do. Right. I the, the regular radio now is awful. Right. You know, listen to my FM ninety eight point nine or oh. whatever it is yeah, now. Yeah, it's just dog shit yeah, yeah. but uh they, 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 they don't take calls as as real phone calls they don't allow people to have opinions and and communicate and that's what i want to bring back to regular radio but you can't really do it with the crtc right so right. podcast is the the next medium to yeah yeah but internet what about what about uh satellite radio you can still do it in you, you can still do it that mm. way but uh seeing what happened to anthony cumia from uh mm. opening anthony they yeah. still have uh, right. You know, but they, you know what? You know, I don't know if the many of my listeners will be aware of that scenario, that uh, story. But there was a the Opie and Anthony show is pretty big show on yeah. satellite radio and stuff. And Anthony Cumia was uh, uh, fired for um, making a, what was considered racist remarks on Twitter, and he was fired. But it was right around contract time, and they were looking at ways to save money. Mm-hmm. It's just to me, it was a it was just a standard corporate move where they could use this as an opportunity to. Because both the all three of them wanted more money. There were three guys on the show, and then they, if we get rid of one, we could pay the remaining mm-hmm. two more and still uh, pay everyone less. Yeah. So then, uh, I think that's what they did. I think I don't think it was really because of his uh, what he said. I oh, think he, it was because of or what he did. It was because of the fact that they could save money. That's all it was. When when you listen to old O and A shows, they played nigga versus Nazi mm-hmm. with Patrice O'Neill, and that went out on air. So yeah, you need a black guy in the room. Yeah, so they. I saw you said the A at the end of that, so you kind of like you curbed it, eh? You like you white guy did? Well, well, really. Is yeah. that you? You were just saying that as a thing, though. That yeah, that, that you that, should be allowed to say that. that. What's absolutely, the, absolutely. What's uh, the ruling on that? The general ruling in the room. Um, 
the n-word if even with an a at the end if you're saying it like you're like you're reading uh, you're Tom, uh huck something. finn you're... yeah you're quoting huck finn right <laughs> are you allowed to say it in a room sure of course yeah you can right Go ahead and say it, Dave. You were I'm not reading be... Huck Finn. Give me the book and I'll read it. Sounds Can good. I just write it on a piece of paper and make you say it? <laughs> <laughs> the second word is Jim. That's all I'm going to say. A spoiler alert. <laughs> First word starts with N. And... <laughs> but but what Anthony did, though, uh, when they did fire him, is he went to a podcast-type medium, right? right but right. he's doing video. He's having other guys on a show, Legion of Skanks, Gavin right, right. McGinnis. They're yeah, he's, building, he's building his whole network. Yeah, yeah, he's doing a good job of it, too. But again, he's probably, even him, uh, he'll make a he'll make a go of it because he's got For that sure. built-in audience, right? Hey, what did Obi do? Did he stick around? Yeah, he's still so with uh, Jim Norton. The yeah. two remaining guys just are doing a show, but I bet you that's going to be done in a year too because they've already. They, they had a fight uh, in, in November, but it, it kind of changed though. I think Opie wanted to do more of a, like a, having musical guests and stuff on, and Opie and Anthony were together for so long. It's like a, a twenty-year relationship, you know. So did you listen to Stern too? No. Not I, even I, when I, you were a kid. I was never. When it was the, on Q one hundred seven or nothing no, like that. No. no. I'm I'm just you know you pick a camp either O and A or Howard Stern. Oh yeah, see what, what they when I was uh, when I was just starting out working, I think uh, they had Howard Stern on in the morning. This station out of Buffalo I listened to. They had Howard Stern in the morning, and Opie Anthony in the afternoon. Yeah, and uh, that was great. You got them both in the, in a day, and that's how that's how I was introduced to both shows. You, you still have to respect what Howard Stern did for even guys like you and me. You know, even though he's kind of been super negative when it comes to podcasting and stuff which i don't yeah. think he really oh he's out of touch saying. he's an old guy yeah. who's 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 learned how to make his money in the old system mm -hmm. and the old system's crumbling around him like radio is yeah. dying if not yeah. dead he loves tvs our tvs, TVs. it's like metallica yeah. with now yeah yeah but he but he will say <laughs> yeah but he but but howard's howard stern's point about podcasting and correct me if i'm wrong jordan but he says uh he said that uh, if you have already a name built for yourself because you proved yourself some way else, like yeah. you still tested your metal in uh, comedy or mm -hmm. in, um, you know, uh, broadcasting or sports or whatever you've done, you've established a name for yourself or in radio for that matter. Like if Howard Stern himself went to podcasting, he would say that's different. It's guys like you and I who are just doing it with no name recognition going into it. Uh, who uh, he says are are this is not a real form like you don't have a real show because you haven't paid your dues having some yeah. fat guy in a suit yeah. tell me that I'm uh, I can't do it the way I want to do it and that and I, since I haven't gone through 20 years of being treated like shit through a broken system that I'm not valid by learning my craft this way. You know what I mean? I don't necessarily think uh, that's true because when you look at guys like Ari Shafir or um, some other comics from L.A., right? It's like these guys weren't big comics back in the day, but it was through uh, Ari Shafir's Skeptic Tank or him be doing appearances yeah. on Joe Rogan. So it was through podcasting. So the podcast yeah. audience hears this like I did when I did my, like, I had I spent a year going to all these comedy shows for guys I listened to on podcasts, and I never, and that's what made me want to, uh, to go see their stand-up, right? It was listening yeah. to them on a podcast, wanting to go support them live when they were in my town. Right. And and I think that helps, and, and it builds up guys. Like, look at Tom Segura. I don't know yeah, if you've well, seen his Netflix I'm gonna, special. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you an even more direct example. Look at the Nocturnal Emissions sitting right before you today. Absolutely. You guys were if, in the paper, man. If the Nocturnal Emissions, uh, honestly, <laughs> but if the Nocturnal Emissions wanted to go on, a, on, a, on an international tour, sense. 
if they wanted to go on an international tour without this podcast, it wouldn't happen, boys. I'm sorry. You guys all meet at Mike's every day playing your shitty music. Not without this show. Not without this show, you wouldn't do it. I the, made you. I own you, bitch. <laughs> right. no, I'm sorry. I got carried away, Jordan. I'm sorry. That's all right. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, but it's true, though. In a way, even for myself, like, I mean, like, uh, these kind of shows because they're long format because they're like an hour long if a person is going to sit through an hour of your show if you're asking them to sit through an hour of you listening to you talk which is essentially what this kind of podcast medium is um uh, that person is like like is is uh, invested in you as a as a person you know like they get to know who you are in a long form it's not just strictly like short bits or whatever so and then if it's week after week the same people they feel like they know you more than they do. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that in well, yours? Well, I've seen like um, even for example for um, a couple episodes you guys had Shane on right mm-hmm. and when else he was your neighbor was he Shane Bergman was your neighbor? No 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 well he lived uh, in Teeterville um, and oh we, we his went... uh, grandma or something lived next door yeah. or a relative no or aunt, uh, or... aunt I aunt. think aunt yeah, yeah I'm not sure some sort of relative. he mentioned it when he was in he said he said a small world. You're for, you're, I should mention that you're from uh, Norfolk County. Yep. You're Born from, and raised uh, Vanessa, Ontario. Yeah, a little shout out to Vanessa. A Absolutely. little shout out to Vanessa. Thank you, Carol. And uh, I, I just think, you know, I've seen you. When I met you last year, Jordan, you had such a passion for Vanessa. I'd never seen it in you. What, to be honest with you, I'm going to give you a little bit of, um, I'll tell you what my listeners said about you for the time I was on your show last time. They let, a lot of my listeners listened to me when I was on your show, and yeah. then they said, they felt that you were angry. They felt that you were very angry, a uh, very angry young man. They felt that's what they said. And I'll you, take that. I'll take right. That. <laughs> and I got to tell. I and I, I know you wouldn't be offended by that because uh, you 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 kind of relish in it. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to give you some bad news now. Uh-oh. I listened to your show this uh, just recently. I listened to a couple different episodes. You've softened. You've uh, you be, you be, you know I think it's the yoga you're doing or something. I think it could be. But uh, <laughs> but it seems like you've softened as a, or you're just growing up. You're just getting a bit older. Well, what do you think it is? You know, uh, as much of uh, as much podcast as I do, and the show always evolves, right? Right. And so I want kind of appeal to more of the audience. I think you and I were talking about that off air uh, after we did my show. It's like, well, you know, you go pretty intense sometimes and so i I like to have a a mixture of news and current events but i think the episode i just released today i bashed this abortion monologue commercial so it's having a mixture of both but yeah you know i i probably have gone a a little bit soft (laughs) yeah yeah i think i think that happens to all of us you don't you eventually you don't get as much uh uh, i think uh what is it enough uh testosterone enough like uh, jizz in your balls or whatever to make you like a man you know what i mean to get your real rant as you get older you, so- you get soften. clipped a little bit yeah you get clipped a little bit <laughs> yeah that's what it is so when we can uh um so uh, but i did notice that about you and uh, what I, I gotta ask you then so your goals for pot like goals for podcasting when people talk to you about your show they must ask you there a lot of people must be confused by it at least they are for me when you try to explain it somebody's not aware of the medium mm-hmm. not a, and there's not really a, uh there's not really a strong financial model to support no. the time and effort you put into uh, yeah. podcasting so how do you respond to that when people ask you why you're doing it why i'm doing it yeah. Honestly, if I wasn't doing it, I'd feel like I was just wasting my time. It gives you it gives you motivation to succeed. It gives you something to work towards. Uh, I have a very ambitious goals. Uh, Marconi and myself, you know, 
we kind of want to revolutionize the Canadian media industry, and that is a, a, a big thing to say and a large task to take on. But I think it, with enough hard work and, and persistence, I think the sky's the limit with uh, with that. So but, how do you envision it? How do you envi- envision it? Well, I I, I see how, well, the bullshit that people listen to on on as you, we were talking about radio or television, reading in the in the paper. So I just think that. They need to change the way it's presented. I think more people, as 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 the older folks die, the younger people are going to be more accepting. So we'll be able to put out more long form interviews like podcasts as a replacement to news. Right. So I, I think that's just one element, though. There's a number of different things go, coming in. You can broadcast like uh, through Periscope. I know you yeah, do yeah. some stuff like that, <coughs> and we have so much options available to us that we can create this. Uh, and eliminate the corporations who yeah. look at CHCH. They just told uh, about 200 people to go fuck themselves without really any any recourse yeah. or anything like that, helping them out. So yeah, that, but, that shit's bullshit. Yeah, yeah, that's a corporate model. That's just, that's just yeah. always decisions made for financial reasons. And the people that will feel the brunt of that, they lay off 200 people, and they still got to get the same amount of work done. And so they that they usually they just keep that on the backs of the people that are remain remaining until they burn out and they keep it going right it's just stupid that's what i mean the news the internet's kind of been the equalizer for everybody that just kind of that can say if you if you didn't want to put up with the bullshit the ordinary way do it the internet way and you can just do it on your own terms you know that's the way that's what i think's great about it but there was still the accessibility is an issue with it it's people mm-hmm. will it's so easy to turn on that tv and have some same generic reporter come up and talk yeah and if we could if a listener could or a viewer could turn on live from the dutch hall and and right. watch it some way but and that's that's gonna you're gonna see that uh change with uh smart tvs people get yeah. rid of the old pieces of shit yeah it's already there and you look at our, my kids or dave your kids i'm sure you see it steve uh with yours too and well yeah paul I, you know all well i'm just saying the kids don't watch tv like and when they get, like, I don't know if your kids are old enough yet. They probably still watch stuff on TV, but my kids don't watch TV at all. Do your kids watch TV? They don't even. My eh? kids watch YouTube. Yeah, YouTube all the time, <laughs> and they're they're on their devices like they have like an iPad or an iPod or whatever, and then they they just uh, sit on those things. They never watch a TV. And if we got if we did away with our TV, as long as whatever like like the thing is, people watch TV differently now. And when we were kids, I would watch Happy Days, Facts of Life. Uh, you know, Mark and Mindy, like right. uh, all the sh- Laverne Shirley, you know, like you watch them all, and then you and but now you would just watch one show, you binge watch it forever, you're obsessed about it, you write, write fan fiction about it, you yeah. envision other scenarios where different people are dating each other and all this stuff, and that's what they do as their as that's their spare time, yeah. and we don't even I, at least, I don't know you're in the bridge of the gap because you're in your twenties, right? Twenty five. Twenty five, yeah. right? So you still. You still might relate to that more than I do, but me at forty-two, I think it's it's like Chinese, right? It doesn't make any sense to me. It's a totally different what, world. What, we, what we makes don't... it even more amazing is they do it on more than one device at one time. They'll yeah, they'll have an i. I came home, brought Lucas home from hockey today, and he had his iPod and his laptop, and he turned on the Apple TV at, all at the same time. Like yeah, yeah, how can you do three things at the same time? So do you promote it or you discourage him? No, I'm no, it's just the it. way. It's just the way it's gonna be. Like I mean, we can. Like, uh, my opinion. This this is only my opinion, uh, Jordan. You don't have any kids, right? No. You that you know of, right? No. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm Hopefully not. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> no, but if, if uh, when you have kids, where's I go with this? You know, the kids, you only raise them like the first five years. You keep them alive, right? You don't. You, your job is to make sure they don't die. And so, if you get to that point, now you're still going to try to tell them what to do after that. But once their brains get to a certain level and they're formed, you're never going to. All you're going to be is advice. You're not going to be able to tell them what to do. They're going to make up their own mind what they want to do, what they think is right or wrong. After a certain age, they get it. They got their own ideas, and all you can do is try to guide them or be, be like, uh, but you or nudge them, but you can't make them do anything they don't want to do because they've already disp- uh, developed their core values. You know, they're already who they are. You know, so I think all you, like uh, I think to a certain point, like uh, I'm, I can't stop them from doing that. And when they get to be older, they're just they're not going to think about a TV. They're just going to always think of their world as a device. Kids, like even you must see it, uh, people your age, like when you were in school, a lot of the, like if they went, people that go away to university, they would just uh, they just watch TV on their oh yeah no, laptop no, or their iPad or whatever. Th- th- this whole revolution of, of media, uh, it basically has eliminated the gatekeepers of of who who were basically the guys who said no. Uh, at six o'clock we have the news. At seven o'clock, Little House on the Prairie, yeah, wh- yeah. whatever that shit is. Yeah, yeah. And and so now it is whenever it's convenient for a person to watch it. Yeah. Uh, it's on demand, stuff like that. Yeah, you can go download it off. You can you can stream it off of different sites or download torrents or whatever yeah. you want to do. Watch any show you want to watch when you want to watch it. The multitask. They just don't understand. They don't. The kids won't like the kids that are like uh, teenagers now won't understand a world where they couldn't watch whatever they wanted whenever they wanted. The idea of television to them will be ridiculous, you know, in like uh, five years. I think it's detrimental, though, a little bit, too, because with all this multitasking on on multiple devices, they're lacking communication. Right. What you and I are doing right now, talking on a, on a show... People can't, yeah, yeah. T- these kids can't talk. It's all through social media, yeah, through yeah. taxes, shit yeah. like that. I, I, you know, I'm surprised to hear you say that, actually, because of because of being 25. Because I had a, a conversation with a guy I work with, 25 as well. Same thing. About that exact same thing, but I was on your side of that argument. Mm-hmm. And he was, he, his claim was, I'll tell Uh-oh. you, his claim was that his generation, like, argue, or, uh, communicates more than any generation before them. And I said, yeah, you communicate more, but you don't say anything. You, you don't ever say anything. It's just sup, you know, S-U-P, nothing. Well, you know, it's just sup, emoji, beer, you, you know, fuck. It's stupid. And they're lacking that that connecting and, and, the, and building relationships in, in person, too. That's, that's yeah. another thing they're losing. Yeah. He's like saying, like, his, his cell phone bill was twice my cell phone bill. I'm like, how do you have such a high cell phone bill? He goes... Well, like, uh, I t- do a lot more texts than you do. I'm like, you don't... S- uh, let me read your text. He, he was, no was, vowels was, anywhere. Nothing. <laughs> well, nothing spelled right. There's no actual full thoughts out there. They're not talking about anything in particular. They're just shallow. Shallow, eh? There's nothing to them, eh? I don't yeah. know how to I, fix I write that. them out all in full. Every right. single text I send. Well, look at this. So then this is the question, Jordan. We have kids that can't pay attention to anything more than five seconds, Right. We got the YouTube generation, and we're doing hour-long forms shows. What are we crazy? No, like, because, the, like because, who listens to our show? Because our we're, stuff, gonna, we're gonna we're building fans. Right. The people that aren't gonna pay attention and and can only listen for ten seconds, we don't want them. Oh, okay. We, They're we, just we, not our market, right? No. 
Mind the people driving to work or the people yeah. that are at their cubicle yeah. or, or in their people office. People who like live music, you know, conversation, stuff I, like that. People like washing dishes. Mm-hmm. Right? What? It kills time, you know. You, you listen to washing dishes? Uh, I don't like doing it, but... But you do listen <laughs> yeah. to the show when you wash yeah. dishes, don't you? Yeah. Absolutely. You know, so does uh, uh, so does Billy Slayman. He was on the, from the dad show. Yeah, the dad show. He says he always favorite. listens to the show while he's washing dishes. And, he, and I saw him at a bar one time and he got excited because I mentioned him. On the show, washing dishes, listening to the show. Hey, so it takes your mind off. Oh, I hope Billy Slam is washing a dish right now, just happy as a clam. And uh, when he hears his name. Yeah, he's using a scootle-duck. Oh, a scootle-duck. You know what a scootle-duck is? I don't. It's a washcloth, isn't yeah, it? It's a washcloth. It's a washcloth. It's Dutch. It's the most fun Dutch word to say. Scootle-duck. It's, it's what you use in the fuck holes to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, Jordan. So, you know the uh, the uh, the idea from the beginning of the show was that we were going to try to soften you up. We were trying to take the edge off you, the angry edge off of, off of you, and try to try to like I'm a little cool, baked, cool so you it's, down. It's some kind of mellow right now. <laughs> well, that was part of our plan. Right? So then the, the other part was that we were gonna we were gonna, and then I heard your show. I said, well, it kind of ruined my bit because you already did that on your own, and we've had a nice conversation. So now I'm suggesting, we're at the hour mark of the show, so now what I'm suggesting is that we uh, play a little game. You want to play a game? Absolutely. The first one, it's not going to, the first one I got, it's a real short game. It's called Bang, Mary Kill. We all know how to play it. Bang, Mary Kill. You have to pick a person to bang, pick a person to marry, pick a person to kill. It's easy. You can't say, I'm going to marry them both, or I'm going to kill them all. That's not playing the fucking game. The game is it's a hard decision to make, and you have to fuck one, you have to marry one, you have to kill one. That's how it works. That's not a... There's no negotiation in that, so I don't want to hear any of that bullshit, right? Here it is. This is a tribute. Last last week we played uh, Take It Easy to start the show as a tribute to Glenn Fry. We never mentioned him. Yeah. So we're going to throw... I'm sorry, Steve. We're going to throw Glenn Fry on the list. We're going to throw the last three famous musicians who died on this list. Bang, Mary, Kill, Bowie, Lemmy, or Fry. Woo! Bowie, Lemmy, and Fry, right? So it's David Bowie... Lemmy, Lemmy from Fry. Motorhead and Glenn Fry from the Eagles. Oh, oh boy. Bang, Mary, kill. Whoever jumps in first, I, I can tell you what I picked because I've had time to think about it. I think I'd bang Lemmy because, uh, you know, 2,000 women probably knows what he's doing. You like it rough. Okay. <laughs> then who are you marrying, Jordan? I, I'd say Bowie. You're yeah. marrying Bowie? <laughs> I, I'd, I'd marry Bowie. Yeah, he hated Bowie. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> I, I, but I don't know who the last guy is, so I figured no. he's the easiest yeah. to kill. Oh, Glenn oh. Fry from the Eagles? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah Eagles yeah. fucking suck, so yeah, yeah, kill them, that. Right. Kill them for sure. <laughs> right, right. There's a definitive answer. Now, Wes, I want to turn to Wes okay, now. Okay, I like it. Because Wes, Wes uh, what, you're, you're a relative newcomer to the Nocturnal Emissions, and uh, you also have very strong musical opinions. You like your, your music a little harder, don't you, Wes? Yeah, yep. You're on the harder side. Yep. So this... This is, uh, I'm going to, if I could guess, I'm thinking you're going to lean, you're going to have uh, strong feelings for Lemmy or not? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. So what do you do? Bang, Mary, kill. Lemmy, Bowie, uh, cry. It would probably be uh, bang, Lemmy. Also Lemmy. And uh, I could probably do the opposite. And uh, I guess I would marry Glenn Fry <laughs> and kill Bowie. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not a big fan. So. Okay, so I have a question to both you and Jordan who went, because it's not fair if I don't cover this. Um, when you're married to these guys, right? You're married to Lem. No, you're married to uh, Fry, and you're ma- you're la- and you're married to David Bowie, yeah. right? 
So are you having sex in your marriage or is it a, is it just a marriage of convenience and there's no uh, physical activity in the marriage? Well, I think I think Lemmy would be providing. Like what was your what was your assumption when you answer that question that you're going to be banging your your husband or are you are you just going to be like married in the house like an old couple that don't bang anymore? You know what I mean? Cuz that's a different it's going to help me make my decision anymore. up, you know? If I have to bang the person while I'm married to him, well, then I'm going to think about long term. Then I'm going to be, I'm like, I could bang Bowie long term. But I, but if it's just a marriage of convenience, well, I'm going to just like, I'm going to live with uh, Lemmy. You know, he's more fun, right? Like he's like, me and him probably get along better. You know, me and Lemmy. But I'm not going to want to fuck Lemmy. He's an old gross guy, right? I'm going to want to fuck Bowie because he's skinny like a girl. girl he looks right? like a girl. You know, he's it's an easy. for Mick Jagger. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever. You know, I, 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 this this whole game is, is turning me gay. So I have to do it, right? So, Paul, you're next to the list. What do you say? But well, you never answered my question. Wes, are you banging your husband or not? I don't think so. No, you weren't banging. Le- Who's you married? Banging. Oh, Glenn, Glenn Fry. Fry. You guys yeah. just live in the house together. I think after Lemmy gets a hold of you, he's probably not. Yeah. You have, but you, but that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so, definitely, definitely the catcher. Definitely yeah. the catcher. In you that. don't think you could be pitching on Lemmy? Wes has already been uh, through the. I like what we're talking God about banging man. dead people. It's, just, it's, it's a way to end the show. We're going to end on a high note. You know, we're like, I humor and a necrophilia. I'm, I'm banging Bowie and uh, marrying Lemmy. Right. Kill and fry. Kill and fry. That's pretty much the consensus, it seems like. Steve, do you disagree? No, I, that, that was my pick. Yeah, I think that's... Uh, so who's different? Just uh, who's different than that? Universally, it was Bang bang Bowie, Mary Lemmy. Who didn't Bang Bowie, no, Mary Lemmy? I, I did the opposite. Oh, opposite. you you uh, married Bowie. <laughs> yeah. Bang Lemmy. Bang, Lemmy. Were you banging the, your husband? I, I figure once a week just to uh, yeah. stop the bitch. That's why you picked Bowie. <laughs> because if you had to bang your husband, if it was like a sexual marriage, I would probably... I've switched it, you know, then it's just one time. And I might even just have fucked Fry and killed Lemmy because Glenn Fry would make him my bitch. I would, he, I'd definitely be pitching on that one. Glenn Fry's not going to be on top of me. Glenn Fry was smuggler's blues. Hey, Go take for, it easy. I'll take it. Yeah, take it easy. Take it easy, Glenn. Take it easy. <laughs> so that's the one game I wanted to play. And, you know, we have two options. Either we can pull into the jar of hate and talk about something, or we just go through and play a brand new theme song, and we do Weird Facts. What do you think? Let's do a little quick... I think Weird Facts is the way to go, because Charters, you wrote a theme song for the show, so why don't you... uh, Are you ready to play it? Is it ready? I don't know. Is it? Oh, yeah. All right, let's hit it. Weird Facts. All right. Weird Facts. It's a pretty good theme song, Dave. How long did it take you to come up with something like that? I was working on that for about an hour yesterday on the uh, on the guitar part, and I wrote some vocals on the way here tonight, but was it they didn't as, all make it in. Was it as you were writing too. a song for the Barbie Mansion Girls as well? I was trying to do both, but this one wow. this one trumped the Barbie Mansion you Girls, are, which uh, I feel really bad about now. You're also captain of songwriting. You should just give the, uh, the okay. Barbie Mansion Girls the song backwards. Oh. True or false? The dream or the time we spend dreaming helps us overcome painful experiences. True or false? False. False. I think it's false because you could probably relive them through the dream. Yeah, I think it's false too. 
true. Oh, it's true. I had a bad dream last night. That's good. It's true. It's actually it's true. true. You have that dream. It helps you get over it, Dave. You got to deal with your problems. There you go, You Dave. can't just sit there and avoid them and eat ice cream or whatever you do. Chicken, <laughs> Chicken wings. wings. Chicken wings. Oh, this is all delicious. <laughs> Stews, not juice. <laughs> I had a poutine today at lunch. I couldn't... I, <laughs> Sorry. What was the context of that joke? I forget every I show. Because he's a vegan. Okay, how about this one? <laughs> Plants grow faster when music is playing. Yes, true. 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 Universally true. I think that's actually well known. Um, okay, true or false? None of the Beatles could actually read music. False. 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 True. Oh, uh, truly wise one in the corner. That's what? actually true. I think what? that was horrible. I would have said Paul McCartney could at least Somebody read. Could. I would believe the other ones couldn't read, but I thought Paul Probably McCartney. Not Ringo, but yeah, Ringo can't do anything. He can barely keep a beat. <laughs> I love about John Lennon. I, I'm sure that we've talked about this when John Lennon was asked, "Is Ringo the best drummer in the Beatles?" And he says, "Ringo's not even the best drummer in the Beatles." <laughs> he said, "No, is Ringo the best drummer in the world?" The world and he goes, yeah. "I screwed it up." Yeah. All right, let's go to the next one. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna end on some. Um, an octopus will eat his own arm if it gets real hungry. <laughs> no. False. false. I, say, I say true. True. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, These are all true. There's so many of them. Fuck. Yeah, this is. A... Oh, 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 oh. Yeah, this one's not good. Okay, this is a, this is what this is a this is the we'll we'll go with this one here. A dog accidentally ran a half marathon, and came in second place. <laughs> Wasn't it seventh? <laughs> Seventh place, it is. How did you know that? You busted the whole bit. Yeah, it was seventh. I was trying to trick it. It was false. He came in seventh. Wow. Slow dog. Steve, no, it wasn't second. It was seventh. (laughs) It was seventh. He knew it. Weird facts. That is weird. Facts. There are more pigs than people in the United States. True. True. False. False. Which are you calling the pigs? Three hundred million pigs. Three hundred thirty million pigs. I think it's false. Uh, it is false, but you know what the you know what the correct answer is? There are three. There are more cows than people in the United States. They're beef eaters. There is actually more cows than people, but really? not as many pigs. Really? No. Nope. Downtown New York. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Weird facts. <laughs> uh, okay. Weird. Oh, <laughs> is this true? A man named Ronald McDonald robbed a. A Wendy's in 2006. True. Yeah, that, uh, that sounds true. That's true. Uh, it's false. He, ro- it. he robbed it in 2005. <laughs> <laughs> and I just checked you. Facts. That was it. So, Jordan, we're not. We unfortunately we don't have time to get into the jar of hate to empty it out. No problem. But what I think that we've done is provided you with a vessel in which to put your hateful thoughts, and we're going to use that for the next time we have a jar of hate show. So, thanks for doing it. No problem. I, I hope it lives up to the hype. Yeah. Yeah. Well, will we'll make it we'll make we can make lemonade lemonade out of lemons we do it every week um so thank you very much for coming in i really enjoyed having you no problem i hope man. you had a good time absolutely hey uh, if uh, if any of you guys want to reach out to the show and uh you can do it at live from the dutch hall at gmail.com or you can uh, like us on facebook follow us on twitter and instagram at dutch hall live from the dutch hall on facebook though and twitter and instagram is dutch hall and you know, uh, send us your feedback. Uh, put a or uh, uh, give us some ideas for shows in the future, or write a lyric for the Haitian Dwarf theme song. And be entered into a draw for a or a, uh, a T-shirt, a Life in the Dutch Hall T-shirt, um, and support our sponsors. And thank you very much for listening. Tell your friends. 
Until next week, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. Thanks, Jordan. It was great. No problem, mate. Hey, Paul, we, you, you didn't give the shot yet. At least at the end of the show, we can do one, can't we? No, I Just give me a moonshine cherry. Off. Throw it in my mouth yeah. from there. Throw it in my mouth. Sounds like the band's missing something. Yes. Yeah, Moonshine Cherries. We need one more. Yeah, we need e. a better E. Two E's. Two E's are better than one. Double E. <laughs> what they call that is a double E.